Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hey, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. This is coming out on the 5th of July. And um, our family's going to be in Utah. I don't know where we're going to see all the fireworks, but I love America. I love the freedoms that we have enjoyed for so many years. I love um, our country very, very much. And so uh, for now over a week, um, I had a thought come into my mind about Captain Moroni and his antagonist, Amalekiah. So I sat there in a sacrament meeting and somebody was speaking about Captain Moroni. And I thought, you know, I should do a comparison of Moroni versus Amalekiah because I really feel, I love the book of Mormon very, very much. And I do love the book of Alma. It's, there's so much there. I, the war chapters are actually my favorite. And I feel like we, as, um, people here on this earth can be taught and learn what to look for and what to pay attention to and individuals, um, that could, or, um, organizations or anything that could take us away from God that could creep into our homes and destroy the relationships that we're trying to build with one another, how we're trying to become closer to our heavenly father, how we're trying to help his children and this journey. And I think that there's a Malachias all over the place, but we need to know what they are. What do they do? What are the, some actions that they take? How do they go about completing their work? Because we know how God works in his ways. And that is with ministering and love and, um, knowledge and personal revelation. And so I think that comparing, so today with after being the 4th of July and battle to have our independence in 1776 and the wars we've gone through and what we've gone through to become free and liberated. I think it's so important that we keep our eyes open and paying attention to Amalekias that are around us in our land, in our communities, in the world, in the United States, so that we can protect our families and we can defend them. So I first of all, want to read to you from the book of the art of war, Sun Tzu. He, um, I've given this quote a couple of times in the podcast, but it's literally one of my favorite quotes. And this is why I wanted to do this comparison. And, and you guys know too, I love military books. I'm actually going to listen to one on, on a, uh, my drive to Utah. Um, I just love military books. Uh, there's one by Tim Kennedy that I'm going to download and listen to, but, um, I just, uh, strategy understanding the enemy. So Sun Tzu says, if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but not the enemy for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. So that's why I feel like it's so important for us to know the enemy, because when we know the enemy and we know ourselves, we need not fear the result of a hundred battles. But if we don't know ourselves, if we do know ourselves, but we don't know the enemy, 
for every victory gained, we could suffer a defeat. So anyway, here we go. So first of all, too, what's amazing is you, if you went to chapter 50, 47 of Alma, pretty much that whole chapter is about Amalekiah. You can learn right there, the information you need to know about paying attention for Amalekiahs in this world, in this nation, in our homes, in our communities, wherever on the TV, whatever it is, it's just a way to pay attention. So if you want to go do your own study of it, that's awesome. I love it. I'm just going to share with you some of the thoughts that I had. So what do we know about Amalekiah? So Amalekiah, we know that he's a large and strong man. We know that he is a Nephite by birth. So somewhere in his line, he knows that he knows truth. He's a Nephite by birth, right? He was very desirous to be in charge. He wanted to be the king. So one of the things that he did was he sought power. Um, he also, he's very much like an antichrist. He is, is a very flattering person. He knows how to flatter the people. He was a man of cunning device and he knew how to lead the hearts of the people away to do wicked. So large, strong, desirous to be in charge, sought for power, flattered people, cunning. He knew the tactics to lead people's hearts away to do wickedly. He also sought to destroy the church of God. He, you know, he's a Nephite by birth, as we know, but he did want to destroy the church of God. He also wanted to destroy the foundation of liberty, which God had granted unto the people. So here's a man that wanted to destroy the church, wanted to destroy their personal liberty. And he knew how to do it. He also was a person that feared. He was, he feared that he wouldn't gain the point. He took those of his people who would and departed. He was afraid that he wouldn't get the control he wanted. So he ran by fear, not by faith. Another thing that we know about him is he likes to stir the pot. He liked to, likes to stir people up to anger. He also, um, liked to compel people to do things. So he would compel them to take up arms. So is there some, something that you're noticing in this world or in our lives that you're being, someone's compelling you to do it, not in a righteous way either, because we can be compelled to do righteously, but Amalekia was compelling people to do wickedly by taking up arms to destroy people. We also know that he had an anger problem. He's, there's a lot of these things that um, antichrists have that are so similar to Amalekiah. So he was subtle. Um, he had a plan laid in his heart because he wanted to dethrone the king of the Lamanites. So he had created a plan of how he was going to execute that. So what does Amalekiah do? He goes to a hill. He goes to a mount and at the bottom of the mount, there's a man on the top named Lahontai and he's on the bottom and Amalekiah wants Lahontai to come down. He's going to, he's got a plan of how he's going to overtake all the Lamanites that he will become King. Okay. This is another thing that, that we, that I, that we can learn about Amalekiah. He's very patient. He doesn't, his plan took time. He had to get a message up to Lahontai four times. It took him four times 
to get the message to Lahontai. And Lahontai, eventually Amalekiah goes up very close to Lahontai. And so that's another thing, you know, does Satan creep, you know, he's out there in the world, but just like Amalekiah, he creeps in, he gets right up to our camps, our homes, our churches, our children, our grandchildren, our lives. He creeps in, he has a plan. Satan has a plan just like Amalekiah and they will do everything to get what they want. So Amalekiah was persistent. He kept pushing at it. Okay. The other thing we know about Amalekiah is he doesn't do the dirty work. He has other people. So what, what does Amalekiah do? He has one of his servants administer poison to Lahontai. So he doesn't do the dirty work. He has somebody else do the dirty work. So in the world and in our lives and the nation, in the United States, in our homes and our communities, there's could possibly be someone behind the curtain who is pulling the strings to get things to happen that are destroying liberty, freedom of our hearts, destroying people's lives and families. And who is that? Usually it's Satan. So he doesn't, he has other people do the dirty work for him. Okay. Also, he sought to reign over all the land. He didn't just want to reign over all the people. He wanted all the land too. So his plan was to have all the land and all the people. So it doesn't stop with getting just one thing that you want. It's taking it all the way to the farthest level to get everything you want. Okay. We also know that it says in the scriptures that he did not care for the blood of his people. He did not care if they died. He did not care if things happened to them. He didn't care for the blood of his people. Also, he did not come down himself to battle. So Satan, we know president Nelson has talked about it, that Satan has sending his minions down to destroy the children of men. So Amalekiah did not come down himself. He sent others. Another thing we know about Amalekiah is that he is a wrath person and he curses God. Okay. So that's a lot. That's heavy. That's heavy about Amalekiah, but okay. Now, if we translate it into our lives today and in our world today, are, do you see Amalekiah's? Is there something that you can see? So, you know, the enemy and you know yourself. So you do not have to fear any of the battles that we are facing that we're going to continue to face. Okay. Now let's talk about Moroni, Captain Moroni. Okay. Essentially, if you go to Alma 46, that almost that whole chapter is about Moroni. So, um, Alma 47 is all about Amalekiah. And Alma 46 is all about Moroni. So it's a wonderful comparison back-to-back chapters. They're beautiful. So what do we know about Moroni? We know that he believed in God, religion, freedom, peace. He loved his wife's wife and he loved his children. And he wanted the people to feel the same. They, he wanted to be one in union and belief that we are defending our lands, our liberties, our freedoms, our God, our children, our wives. Um, 
we know that he put on armor and he went to battle at the front lines. He is the one that went um, to the lands and with the title of liberty and said, if you are in agreement with this, you are with us. If you are not, then we're, there's a lot of problems here that we're going to have to take care of. We know that he was a man of prayer. It said that he bowed himself to the earth. He prayed mightily unto his God for the blessings of liberty to rest upon his brethren. So long as the, there should be a band of Christians remain to possess the land. Moroni prayed that the cause of Christians and the freedom of the land might be favored. So he was a man of faith, not fear. Amalekiah was a man of fear. He feared he was angry and he didn't believe in prayer like Moroni did. Okay, we also know that Moroni believed in gathering together all the people who were desirous to maintain their liberty. So all those that had a same belief, gather them together, unify them so there were strength in numbers. He knew we knew know also that he was appointed by the chief judge and the voice of the people. So through election, he was appointed to be the leader. Um he had, therefore he had power according to his will with the armies of the Nephites to establish and exercise authority over them. But what does he do? Moroni prepares the minds of the people to be faithful unto God. Moroni doesn't say be faithful to me, follow me. He says, prepare your minds and be faithful to God. He leads people to God, not to himself. Also, he was a man who liked to strengthen the, those around him. So do you know people that are trying to strengthen others and not just themselves? That's how Moroni was. He did things that they would protect themselves. He didn't just strengthen them by saying, be strengthened. He helped them to erect small forts, resorts, throw up banks of earth to enclose the armies, build walls of stone. He did everything he could to make sure the people were protected and um, had the right fortifications to defend against the enemy. So are there people do, you know, we are being, we are guided by a living prophet. He's telling us right now, you need to fortify yourself spiritually. If you want to have spiritual momentum, you need to remove contention in your life remove conflict in your life, seek guidance from the Holy ghost, receive personal revelation, have faith, believe in Jesus Christ. Okay. The other thing that we know is that Moroni was a man who liked to maintain the cause of Christ. So he didn't only seek to fortify and strengthen. He wanted to maintain it. So go beyond the time of preparation and maintain their protection and their faith and their liberties. He was strong and a mighty man too. Amalekiah we know was strong, but, but the difference is, is Moroni was a man of perfect understanding. He did not delight in bloodshed and his soul had, did have joy in the liberty and the freedom of his country. And he didn't believe that his brethren should be in bondage or slavery. Amalekiah, on the other hand, remember, he wanted power over the land and he wanted power over the people. Moroni wanted the people to be free from bondage and slavery. 
and he wanted that he had joy and liberty and freedom of his country. Another thing that we know about Moroni is that he was a man whose heart did swell with thanksgiving to God. He was a grateful person. He saw all that God had done for them. And even though they had to battle with these Lamanites and also with the Malachiah, he was a man that had total gratitude. He also was a man who did labor exceedingly for the welfare and safety of his people. So he was a worker. He labored. So it doesn't just like Amalekiah, he sent servants to kill, to poison Lahontai. He sent people to do his dirty work. Moroni, he labored himself to protect the people with their welfare and safety. Okay. Moroni was also a man who was firm in the faith of Christ. He did defend his people's rights, his, their country, his religion, even to the loss of blood. He also taught the Nephites to defend themselves against their enemies. So he provided them information of how they could fight the enemy. That's what we are having for us all the time from general conference, from the scriptures. How do we spiritually speaking, defend the enemy? Okay. He also, um, loved to keep the commandments. It says that in pervert preserving his people, he, in keeping the commandments of God, he resisted iniquity. Then this is what verse 17 says of chapter 46 of Alma. Yea, verily, verily, I say unto you, if all men had been and were and ever were like unto Moroni, behold, the very powers of hell would have been shaken forever. Yea, the devil would never have power over the hearts of the children of men. Behold, he was a man like unto Ammon, the son of Mosiah, yea, and even the other sons of Mosiah, yea, and also Alma and his sons, for they were all men of God. Now behold, Helaman and his brother were no less serviceable unto the people than was Moroni. For they did preach the word of God, they did baptize unto repentance all men whosoever would hearken unto their words. He was also someone who did not delight in the shedding of blood, and he was sorry when he did have to send men out of this world into the eternal world unprepared to meet God. Moroni um, was a man that gave instructions. It says that Now they were prepared for the Lamanites to battle after the manner of the instructions of Moroni. So he didn't just leave his people hanging dry, trying to figure things out. He provided them with instructions so that they might be able to defend themselves. He prepared a large body of his strongest men with their swords and their slings to smite down all who should attempt to come into their place of security by the place of entrance. And that's where they prepared to defend against the Lamanites. I thought that was very interesting that there was um, the strongest men with swords and slings. If anyone who was an attempt to come into the place of security by the place of entrance, you know, I thought about that as our homes, 
Satan wants to walk in the door and sit down and have a drink and just start causing havoc in our, in our lives and in our homes. And we need to do all that we can, just like Moroni, who put the strongest defenses there to smite down and not allow evil to come into these places of security, especially at the place of entrance. Moroni had fortified or had built forts of security for every city in all the land roundabout. So the thought that I had is, are we fortifying every location, spiritually speaking, that we are at? Are they forts of security? Now, I know this is kind of silly, but this is how my head works. You know, our car, when we're in our cars with our children, are we listening to things that are strengthening us and inviting the spirit to stay with us? You know, people's homes, when our kids, you know, they go to school, are they fortified with built of security in every city and all the land roundabout in every location we go, the grocery store, wherever, are we fortifying ourselves with high security to protect us against Satan creeping in and wreaking problems in our lives? Moroni had kept the commandments of God in preparing for the safety of his people. And it came to pass that on the other hand, the people of Nephi did thank the Lord, their God, because of his matchless power and delivering from the hands of their enemies. So Moroni being a grateful man, also the people were thankful to their Lord, to the Lord, their God for protecting them. So I just, when I think about being on this earth, having physical bodies, being able to experience the things that we are experiencing as God's children, sons and daughters of God. I just find these comparisons um, helpful to me as I try to figure out ways to protect and defend my family and to be more like a Moroni as opposed to an Amalekiah and to also look for Amalekiah so that I can protect my children and defend them and our home and our family and this world from evil that is creeping in and trying to destroy liberty, freedom, families, lands, all these things Satan wants to destroy because he's miserable. He wants us to be miserable, but just like Moroni, a man of faith, devotion, preparation, desire, goodness, belief, commandment, follower, obedient. That's what we can be. That's what we can do for the other children on this earth that we are with God's children and helping them defend against the enemy and listening to our prophet and our leaders that are trying to teach us to protect ourselves and fortify our lands. I hope that you have a wonderful week that you see all that we have on this earth that is beautiful and good. And that you realize that we are out there. We have Moroni's warning us, preparing us. God is sending many people in our lives to help us and fortify and strengthen us. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.